Welcome back, frenemies, episode 62. Welcome to the off-season. 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 All right, our intro, we got a, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. A shout-out to me? To you, Chris. Shout-out to Chris Shorrock for trying the dangerous sport of Ultimate Frisbee. Yes, I played a sport for the first time that I'm terrible at. You've been trying hard to get him out there. Yes, and uh, I was okay. For like the first five, ten minutes, I was dying because mm. I haven't done anything like sprinting, out learn cardio. Mm. But let's talk about how dangerous the sport is, Ryan. Mm. This guy over here, mm. what's it, what, what is that a contraption around your yeah, arm? Yeah, so if you're watching on YouTube here, I have a sling on my left arm. Mm-hmm. Why? Why are you in a sling? Because I am might be the world's most competitive person and cannot stop going for something. And so a Frisbee was thrown just beyond my reach. Yep. Uh, I believe Ryan put it that he thought it was mathematically impossible for me to catch the frisbee. I saw it. You know how you can just tell, like any reasonable person can just, they see a ball thrown or they see a frisbee fly and you can just tell this is not going to, I saw him, I saw the frisbee, I said this is mathematically not going to happen. Yeah. It won't. It will not. Like it was just 100% in my mind. Like I had already made the, the, the judgment call that, oh, it doesn't matter that I didn't guard him because I was tired. And I think literally <laughs> my favorite thing about a sport is when someone thinks that, and then I do it. Yep. And so he, that part of my brain just doesn't say, don't do it, it's impossible, you can't get to it. I mean, you, it. you went all out, you dived, and by the time you made the catch, the frisbee was close to the ground, you had to reach all the way out, and then in a recovery mode, you rolled up on that shoulder uh, in the extended... Well, it was injury here, right? Yeah. 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 Like, that's why it was mathematically impossible, because, like, you could get it, but something's going to give. Something's yeah. got to give. He, he literally yeah. stretched a tad bit too far. Yeah. And now he's in a sling. All right. Yeah, it was, yeah. Yeah. I was, but here's the big question of the day. What? Sean. Yes. Was it worth it? You've uh, had three days to think of Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. You had four days to think about it. So Was it worth it? It was worth it because I caught the touchdown mm-hmm. is what I kept telling myself. Is that uh-huh. what we call it in Frisbee? I never knew. But I'm at the point now where I'm going to have to see an orthopedic and might need to get surgery. So in that regard, <laughs> it's probably not, not worth, worth that one catch. Uh-huh. But it was like the best catch I've had in like the last five years. Like so. ever. Yeah. yeah. And like Sean is like oh, five years. I've all had out catches, so. him and, and the doctor, not MD, Tim James. I mean, they were they I mean, were, dude, that they were the, rolling and playing, and Ryan and I. Yeah, I mean, were, it's technically Tim's fault. I mean, yeah. that was the, Tim's <laughs> throw was kind of yep. It was Tim's fault. Ryan and I are out there jogging about fifty percent up and down the field. You know, I'm guarding him. I was hooking his arm and grabbing his shirt, like stop running. This is <laughs> stop a, moving so much. This is a classic uh, scenario of friends letting friends down because I was supposed <laughs> to guard Sean. So then at least it would have been him and I together, and yeah. you know, it's the first game of season. We're not like killing each other. It's just. Like a foot race, and then maybe we get it, maybe we don't. And then Tim, he's like, "Let me see how hard I can get this." So we all let each other down. And Sean, come on, Tim. Sean got hurt. (laughs) Well, he he tried to fix me up real well. He's been the one coaching me through this. Yeah. Thank you, Tim, for all your help. Thank you, Doctor. Well, go from there. Not a doctor, though. Not a doctor. Not an MD. Sorry. Not an MD. But let's go to our Super Bowl thoughts. We haven't been back together since the Super Bowl. I know. We were talking about like a little literally, bit. like not just like, podcast wise. I don't think we've all talked about the Super Bowl since it happened. Yeah, since it yeah. happened here. Just quick yeah. thoughts, and we know we're a couple of weeks out here. But Kamish, what, what were your thoughts watching that game? Dumb. That oh okay well, okay oh, sorry wow. this sorry. is my oh, turn oh. not your turn <laughs> oh no hold on I'm gonna give you the Ryan stick. Ryan <laughs> talking you stick. said the it first why why did you think it was dumb like we should pass the football around yeah. <laughs> you want to hear from me yes. yes 
Too bad, Sean. First. Okay, Sean. <laughs> All right. Um, I don't think it was dumb because last year was really dumb. So oh, the fact so that game, anything yeah. was going to be better than what we saw last year. So I enjoyed in that respect. I can see kind of where Brian's probably going to come from, where it just you didn't get the ex- super exciting chief o- Chiefs offense that you wanted to get in like a super high scoring game. Right. But it was close at the end. Both teams had a chance with like probably up to two minutes left in the game. So yeah, I was happy with it. Yeah. Ryan, now you okay, made a little. Man, you're the 49ers. You made it back. It's your big chance. You're up. And then it all turns into just, you know, popcorn. As the the you know the Chiefs just come back down and they do what they've been doing the whole playoffs, it's just that? getting beat up and then coming back. Like, how's popcorn related? I was trying to think really quickly of what is light and <laughs> oh, glitter. okay, I guess yeah, glitter. Yeah, like woo, little show with glitter. Okay. Anyways, so <laughs> yeah, I'm just like it man. If you're the 49ers, you know when oh, I fell in in love with Tim Tebow? Mm. Yeah. When um, everybody, fell. when everybody I saw his Tim body, Tebow. but the second time I <laughs> fell in love with Tim Tebow, he's a good-looking man. Yes, he's he's looking at the uh, he's not on the field. He's he's you know he's a quarterback, but he's off the field and he's he's like hyping up his defense. Yep. I've never seen a quarterback hype up his defense. He's yelling at the defense. I can't do it justice the way he did it. He's like, <laughs> don't let the them mic. cross this line. Uh, you know, he he's like, <laughs> this is the line. You hold the line. <laughs> you know, like Gladiator. <laughs> If you're the 49ers, you you deserve nightmares over this. They are going to have nightmares. They it's are. not guaranteed they're they should come team. back. They'll have a chance to go back. But it's, it, it is interesting that Andy Reese gets the monkey off his back just to pass it to who else but Kyle Shanahan, yeah. now who's done that twice, twice. in the Super Bowl. Yeah. And, and again, play calling-wise, you go back to where he should have ran the ball um, right after uh, the uh, Chiefs were scored to finally get some momentum going there in the fourth and then, and San Francisco had a series where if they yeah. they ran the ball the first time and got five yards and then went second and third down with two passes and took less than like forty seconds off the play clock. Yeah. To a reeling offense there with future Hall of Famer Patrick Mahomes on the other side and they paid for it ultimately. Like, don't take yourself out of rhythm. You just ran five yards and you've been running the ball pretty decently. And it's that thing is going to eat up at Kyle Shanahan his whole career until he gets the monkey off his back because that's two Super Bowls now. With yep. questionable play call, questionable yeah. play call in there. So, outside of that, it was pretty good. I, I, I'm a big Mahomes fan. Yes, I wanted more fireworks, but it was kind of cool to see the comeback there at the end. Now, I did enjoy seeing the 49ers front office, you know, <laughs> high fiving themselves at the start of the game. You know, Jed York and what's who's the other guy? John Lynch. John Lynch. John Lynch. The guys who were just too childish to keep Jim Harbaugh out. in the building because they just couldn't stand that he had to have it his way. No, 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 no. We can't have that. <laughs> so just seeing them high five and, you know, have their white person faces on. <laughs> yeah, me talks white, yeah. white, white, high five. You know, Chris, can you pretend oh. you're white for a second? <laughs> that, was, that was really bad. Yeah, thank you. And awful. then watching it all fall apart, that gave my heart a little joy. A little joy? Yeah, I'm a little, I, you know, guys, I'm actually evil at heart. I root for the Sith, which we'll get into in a second. (laughs) Well, you're talking about a little bit of joy. Let's segue over to the little joy we have now as football fans. The XFL. There's more football. Last weekend, we get our first weekend. (laughs) Kind of. More football. Yay. It kind of qualifies as football, right? So, yeah. Let's go to you, Kamish. This is kind of football. Tell me why it's kind of football. Well, I didn't catch a lot of it. I'm not going to lie. And that's why I think it's kind of football, because it didn't pull me in as much. Um 
to their defense, they didn't really have a good game to go off of. There was never a close game. The teams were not evenly matched when they seemed to play each other. It just looks sloppy. I mean, I know that's going to happen when you have like yeah, end, of the, end of the NFL roster guys. It's going to be hard. I'm hoping that as they get more involved in the playbooks and everything, we'll get some better football out of it. That was like my main negative takeaway. Um, the big obvious one that everybody's talked about that was awesome was being able to hear the refs talk through all those reviews and just how quick it was. Like it wasn't, they didn't go to commercial. It was like, right. Hey, this is the angle I see. Da 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 da. Call this. Yeah. And then also they let you hear, they let you go in and hear a lot of the play calls. Yeah. Which that is part like, I didn't like as much. Yeah. I was talking with, uh, was you stupid. know, being in the, being a coach myself. I was talking to some other coaches who were saying, they had with your thoughts? And I was like, it's like a love or hate love because it's almost like a film study thing for me where, you know, like Jim Zorn, he was using a lot of verb verbiage that I use. So yeah. I was like, oh, okay, I know what they're doing. Cool, cool. But then at the same time, I'm thinking as a coach, I'm like, we're so secret about our stuff, right? They, if you notice, like the NFL guys, they cover their mouths when they play the play call. <laughs> Tressman still did it. These, yeah. <laughs> these other guys, like, it doesn't matter if we want in. I'm like, but what if the other team was watching? They must have something in the contract where they're not going to have to watch the broadcasted film. Yeah. Well, one of the coaches didn't know that was happening. Oh, maybe that's who so, it was. I, so I saw an interview and he was like, what? He was like, <laughs> <laughs> so I thought it was like, there was a lot of talking. Yeah. And then like the funniest part that I think is going to turn into some very good on time on screen moments is the the interview immediately after a play. Yeah. Yeah. Those, hey, you those, fumbled the ball. I don't mind those. Yeah. <laughs> I, was I like, just oh. they've got to coordinate this. I mean, it's like a symphony. They need mm-hmm. to coordinate who's doing what when because it just. A lot of it was a train wreck with the announcers just not knowing when they could talk and when they right. could. I almost think it'd be better if they just had like a streaming where you could go listen to just the coach speak and then go to that if you want to hear that, like maybe a second screen option. Right. Yeah, how because many? I think like NASCAR does that, don't they? They have like a in the I, in I'm the car sure. one where you can go to this channel. I don't know. I don't watch NASCAR. I don't watch NASCAR. No offense world, to y'all, NASCAR. But no left turn. I mean, I you guys have me. patience. It's a just lost anybody. <laughs> and NASCAR. we're down to the bots <laughs> watching our podcast. How many did you count? So I counted uh, coaches with the mic, broadcasters with the mic, refs with the mic quarterbacks with the mic then they had and at times there were all four and they had the analyst sideline analyst okay so that's five and there was actually no um plan it was just at some points there was all three or four talking or two yeah it was so amazing i love chaos <laughs> and to watch them just kind of fumble through it i enjoyed the unfilteredness yeah there was that one where they got like, alignment and you just like dropping f-bombs on the we're just doing our effing like, job delay like oh pause and then oh case to the next one I'm like well that's yeah. the xfl another uh, one real positive for me is like the faster play call uh the play clock yeah that so was kind of cool football is just going just going not no dead like time. The different scoring different scoring things at the extra point when you go for one two or three i actually never saw a kickoff but i heard the kickoff thing kickoff was kind of cool. cool so they still kick off the normal spot but then down on the other end on the 35 is the coverage team lines up and then the defenders or the, or the offensive guys, the receiving team, the blockers are about five years away from them okay, or a little bit less. And Did then you see it? as soon as, yeah, as soon as the, the receiver point. catches the ball, that's when the, the defenders can go. So then so, the offensive guys are not even listening. It's literally just like, watching it. like a battlefield. <laughs> yeah, it is. So, so special teams in the NFL are cool, though. but this it's is a, a safer, wall. A lot safer. Yeah. It's a total smash. Every it's guy on guy. And it's so cool. I'm yeah. talking really loud. <laughs> Trust me, I'm good. <laughs> Trust me, I do the audio. They yeah, can hear you. <laughs> All right. So let's go. We have tons of good XFL thoughts, you know, in there. I think we'll know more as the weeks come up. 
and like you said, some adjustments in the in the broadcasting us fans. I, I mean, hope. we must be entertained. That's all I wanted from this weekend was right. to get some hope that this will eventually get right. They worth had a watching. fire. They fired a, a, one of the teams fired their defensive coordinators after week one. I was like, Dad, go! You Good. fired a coach after one game. And I was like, oh, that was really weird. It must be more behind that than just, oh, you allowed, you allowed three touchdowns. Yeah. It wasn't he like it was a high-scoring game. Himself. He realized he was on, on a mic, and he was like, screw this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's go to our QB carousel. Go back to the real football Real NFL. NFL. There's some quarterback stuff going on this offseason. It's a real big domino effect. It's We're wondering where big names are going to go. And let's look at some of the names here that we brought up. We got... Philip Rivers, yep. who just came out um, earlier this week, official that he's leaving the Chargers. Uh, then we have Jameis Winston. Uh, Andy Dalton's not a free agent, but a lot of people are starting to wonder about his trade. You got Tom Brady, Dak Prescott. <laughs> just pay him, Jerry. <laughs> and then Bridgewater. So let's pick a quarterback to talk about here. Okay. I'll start with you, Kamish. Out of those six names, who's one one guy on that carousel you want to see land someplace or are you just interested of where he might move to? So I think it's a lot of it's going to come down to Brady. Yeah, he is the domino Because starts he's the one that probably uh, the good majority of teams that are going to look for these quarterbacks because these not many of these are have like super young prospect of them, like Dalton, Jameis, Rivers, uh, they're kind of retreads at this point. So you're not going to be getting that young. You go to the draft if you want that type of thing. So Brady is kind of the top of that. Like, we want to win now. Brady won all these Super Bowls. Let's get Brady. So I think that's what's got to fall first. I would have said there was a 1% chance that he leaves New England. I, I'll bump that up to about a 5% now because it is taking a while. Yeah. But I still think there's no way he leaves yeah. New England. Uh, and and regardless whether he does or not, the, my argument would be is don't. What are you doing? Like that would be the dumbest career move to me if he if he leaves New England. Uh, you're setting yourself up for so much risk to k- put your legacy, you know, yeah. put a big damper on it. Because if you go somewhere, and it may not be that this is true, but he may be exposed that Bill Belichick was the reason he did all that winning, and that's what the, what's going to be the thing if he doesn't win in his new place. But it may not be the case. I think it's just that he's declining. I mean, he finally has hit the point where he's now not as good as he's been in his prime. Right. It's crazy to think, but I mean, I think clearly last year we saw that he is not the same Brady. He He's very, you know, intellectually he's able to beat a lot of defenses, but because of the physical decline now, I think he's just set himself up for failure if he goes somewhere else. So I agree with you there. I agree. Everyone's loving the speculation of where he can yeah. go because it's exciting. Six times. Super oh, believe Bowl me, winner. I would love for him to leave. I'm a Dolphins fan, so please, <laughs> please leave. Don't come to us because yeah. that would be the worst possible. I would quit for NFL for a year. <laughs> well, out of these six that we're talking about, I would love to see what happens to Jameis Winston. Okay. Uh, as of this morning, and it's Wednesday, uh, he was reporting he got LASIK surgery. I'm like, where? <laughs> so many jokes can come out yeah. of there about he can finally see which guy to throw the ball to. Yep. But from a fantasy perspective, which that's who we are as a show, that. If he goes somewhere so we tell else, ourselves. he can. I want to see. Does yeah, we tell ourselves that <laughs> <laughs> to the one bot listening after we talked about NASCAR. Uh, I want to see. Can he elevate the receivers when it comes to numbers, fantasy wise, or was he just blessed to have a Godwin and a Mike Evans? Okay, you know, because even yes, he was that first guy with the thirty, thirty, thirty. So do you <laughs> think he doesn't and, come back to Tampa? Bay? I think he leaves. 
honestly, I think Rivers then, can slide in over where there. Do you, where would you like to see him? Do you have an idea? I'd like to see. <laughs> I like to see him in Las Vegas. Ah, oh. with the Raiders. Okay, just so, just mad chaos taking that little dare. Like you imagine Winston with Gruden in Las Vegas. <laughs> just like just TMZ is gonna love it. Okay, <laughs> I just, do the it, Gruden impression. Yeah. What are your thoughts, Gruden? Oh, I'm terrible at Gruden. I can't. Do I Gruden. can't do the Gruden. Either. Hey, man, you're great at it. You're better than me, so please save Your me. Your eyebrows are like vibrating. It's <laughs> crazy. Like twitching like crazy. <laughs> All right, so so Ryan, who out of these, we talked about Jameis and Brady already. The guys remi- remaining, who do you like? So I've always, uh, okay, so entertainment-wise, obviously Brady, go somewhere else, please. That'd be so entertaining. <laughs> Just um, all the storylines you could have. Yeah, Rivers, I'm ready for him to be done. Just He's just, he's a weirdo. <laughs> he's just so... He's a, he's a weirdo. weirdo. He's, he's 13 years weirdo. old in his mind, I feel like. Oh, man. Like, yeah, I'm interested to see where he goes. Uh, oh. Like It's not like, yeah, one big stud. We didn't talk about Dak. I like Bridgewater, dude. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. Like I feel like Bridgewater never got a shirt, like his fair shot. I yeah. feel like the Vikings gave up on him prematurely. Uh, I think that we saw him shine this past season, and I'd love to see him do what I, I believe he can do. I think I, he can lead a team. I read an article where it said the Vikings would trade Kirk Cousins out of here since he got one year left on his deal, and they don't feel like they're going to be able to resign him or anything. They, they trade him away this offseason for some picks and stuff, and then they would bring back, sign Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater. Bridgewater. So, you know, it was kind of like a Cinderella story. I think I, I can't remember if I heard that. It's probably on ESPN, like a what if. And I was like, wouldn't that be odd? Just yeah. bringing them back home to start. Happen. But I'm like, yeah, those are the biggest what ifs. Let's talk about some more what ifs. Valentine's Day is around the corner, guys. And, uh, you know, you know, remember that crush? That's that big what if, like, you know, in middle school, like, man, what if I could ask her out and she would say, yes, I'll be the, be the, you know, the best guy ever. Da, 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 da. <laughs> like, you know, most popular kid in school. Yeah. Okay. That was a little window into my childhood. But let's talk about fantasy crush. Fantasy yeah. football crush here, Valentine's Day. Not looking at like obvious ones here, but that that crush that you have that you have to explain to someone because they look at you and say why. Yeah, I kind of wanted to look at like the upcoming season if you can mm-hmm. kind of project who you you know you're gonna because everybody has that draft yeah. season. There's just that person you just can't can't leave the draft without the person you reach for. You might yeah. draft them a couple rounds too or early. Just their value is just so much that you think this is a steal. So I'm I'm gonna grab them here. And that guy for me is, I think it's going to be Devin Singletary. I hate you. <laughs> so I traded for Devin Singletary from Tim, or from uh, Chris over here. Thanks for the compliment. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, he's he's actually in serious keeper consideration for me. So just to show you how like interested I am in what he's going to do in the future here, I think he's on an excellent team as far as they want to run the ball first. Yeah. I think they're a competent offense. As much as it pains me to say, Josh Allen has turned out to be an okay quarterback. I'm not yeah. going to give him you know, a great quarterback status yet, but he's getting the job done enough to where points will be scored. They're going to use him a lot. He's now going to have the full job. We don't even know if Frank Gore will even be back there. I think he's a free agent. Um, so he's just somebody that I think, I think his ADP right now is fourth round, and I'd be happy to That's take him in the fourth steal. round because he's, he's got the potential to be a top 10 running back. Yeah. Easily. You know, mention Frank Gore real quick. Second, that guy needs to move south because he's so old. But if he can play <laughs> like a couple Miami. of more years, and his son gets into the NFL, that'd be amazing. That'd be amazing. <laughs> I heard about that stuff happening in baseball, but in the game of football to have a father son combo. Wow. Yeah. Anywho, so this is my seed, <laughs> my fantasy crush. It's going completely off kilter because I'm going to the tight end position, and it's Austin Hooper. 
He was great okay. this year. Not like a top three or four or five drafted tight end. Make these notes when we are in our draft next year. Yes. Oh, I hate you. <laughs> but uh, Austin Hooper, because I want to know where he lands. He did great with Matt Ryan and his time in Atlanta. We don't know if he'll resign there. He's a free agent. I think he waits for this quarterback carousel to to, to fit its pieces everywhere, mm-hmm. and I think he signs with a contender that someone can get on the ball. He's going to get top money for that position because he, he's a big, tall, res- tight end with speed. Yeah, and he was – I mean, people forget, I believe he was on pace as number one tight end when he was healthy. Like, yeah. He was doing really, really well. Mm-hmm. So he's not – I mean, it sounds like Austin Hooper or whatever, but I think, you know, he's – got that he'll probably be a top close to a top five tight end depending on where he goes oh yeah definitely but you're right who's throwing the ball i think it'd be bad for him if he signed someplace without a sure qb then i'm like well hopefully they got a lot of guaranteed money because it's not going to be the same for you yep but uh yeah like i can i just thought of a destination that'd be terrible what if the bears pick them up because they need tight end help badly and that would be I would not be excited about Austin. Hooper. No, I would not draft Austin because <laughs> of the Mitch Trubisky yeah. effect there. Uh, Ryan, who's your fantasy crush, man? Um, Debo Samuel. Uh, I like DJ DK. I did it again. <laughs> DJ. He, <said> it. <laughs> he thought about it so hard that he said DJ. DK Metcalf. There we go. <laughs> um, DK Metcalf. Um, I'm just excited to be done with my old keepers. Um, <laughs> yeah, Ryan had a if for listeners. I have guys on my team year. that are like him. They <laughs> always they always think they're Superman. They get hurt and they get crushed. And um, so I'm just done with Le'Veon Bell and James Connor. Some young blood. I'm yes. ready to. Um, I'm ready to move on with my life. I wish DK Metcalf wasn't a Seahawk, dude. That's my biggest <laughs> feeling. They just about don't throw football. the ball that much. Is to uh, is to for him to get traded somewhere where he can actually catch catch balls. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> they have a great quarterback there, but I mean, you are right. Play call doesn't give him enough volume to be uh, a huge like wide receiver one. But he is everyone's fancy darling because the potential's there. So crush yeah. crush is legit for a DK Metcalf. <laughs> Yeah. So, all right. So we're moving on from that to Sean. Why don't you segue us to something new and adventurous? Yeah. So we're actually gonna we're gonna break this up for you. So this was our kind of football chat. If you would click on the next video or the next podcast, we're gonna kind of dive into a little more off season stuff, which is just pure entertainment. Um, We really enjoy TVs and movies and Star Wars and nerding out and just talking about ridiculous, you know hypotheticals that could happen with that stuff yeah. so if, if you like that kind of thing of just kind of chatting through stuff and that's what we're going to be doing so mm-hmm. that's all we got for you guys today on the fantasy football side of things and thanks for joining us and we'll see you next week or not next week sorry next we'll, week. we'll be back maybe a month maybe, maybe a month it's off season let's not let's not put the expectations too high here. see what happens <laughs> all right all right thanks guys see ya <laughs>